Boogie with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley is on the air. Quiet on the set. We're all sound. Action. You can be part of the show by calling 392-TALK. That's 392-8255. Or hit the guys up on social media by tweeting to at Jeff Cardoza UF and at Pat underscore Dooley. The grill is hot and the beverages are ice cold. It's time to tailgate. Here's Jeff and Pat. All right, let's do it. Happy Thursday. Everybody out there in the radio listening land or phone listening land, podcast, however you doing it, we appreciate you making us a part of your day. Car listening. Car listening. Yeah. It's radio, though. Yesterday, we didn't get a lot of calls because I knew that people were driving in that mess. We're like, I'm not going to take the time to look at my phone. So we got literally got three calls all day. But it was I had a fun time um, doing it by myself because... There was a lot to talk about that we hadn't even gotten into, including the 90-team NCAA field that's being proposed. I had a lot of thoughts on that. Uh, Maybe we can get yours. You think the Gators would make it with 90? Not right now. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. I mean, it, it's uh, Gator fans, uh, it's almost like we're going to beat you down to a point where you just can't take it anymore, mm-hmm. and then it's going to come back. The cycle will, will turn back. But right now is about as low as it's ever been. Uh, I agree. Seven to seven in basketball, six and seven in football. That's one game under five hundred in the two big sports. That's yeah. not good. No, it's not, and not a uh, a good showing last night. You would hope that the uh, the boys could have pulled that off. Almost came back, but I and I, I know you say you play around the refs, but the Castleton block at the end was a block, not a foul. That really Oh, they helped. were bad. They there was t- a lot of really bad things down the stretch that were – I mean, they, they called a, a little ticky-tack foul in Kwesi. I was hoping they would show the replay because I didn't see anything on uh, it, they, and they got two free throws out of it. And, and again, for some reason, I, ha- I kept the sound down for this game. I don't even know. I usually don't listen, and I'm not a big Jimmy Dykes fan. Jimmy Dykes was all over the rest. He was talking about how yeah. stupid play- calls that they made – uh, that that was a bad crew. I didn't really know any of them, um, but again, you got to play around it at Just, some point. But you also can't. but if if Trey Bonham hits the floater instead of getting a charge, yeah. you know, you also can't have twenty turnovers. You can't and yeah. get out shot by about what fifteen shots. Can't play a first half like that. Yeah, so. I mean, the great thing about them, and this is where I look at this team and I go, I I still don't get them because they're down eleven at the half. They come back, tie it. They, they right away go back down nine, come back and take the lead. So there is a fight in there, and there's a yeah. battle in there. That well, we remember, saw, remember the FSU game. Yeah, and we saw it at uh, Auburn, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but in the end, they're not very good in the last couple of minutes of, of halves or games. Mm-hmm. And I don't they, know. They don't shoot it too well. So they, we'll did, talk. they actually, I would, I, would, I would accept what they shot last night. Because what was it? They made seven, I think. That's fine. Okay. All right. Well, if you're not fine, you can uh, call. Or if you are fine, call us up. A lot of uh, things that we can discuss. I think Dan is ready, so let's uh, get his call because he was right as we got going, making it ring. Hey, Dan, what's up? Hi, Jeff. How you gentlemen doing today? Awesome. Good. Good, good, good. Good to hear your voices again. Um, 
I want to get your thought on this, what is going on down in Miami with this Ruiz guy with uh, the NIL deal. To get your assessment. I know there have been several players. I mean, look, I understand you're not going to get them all. I got that. But what is your assessment of what went on down here in, in recruiting this year with this Ruiz guy? You know, what, what, how did you how did you assess that? Well, uh, what are you asking, though? Because it's, it's a, that's a multi-tiered question. Well, what it, what it, I mean, what it feels to me like, Pat, is that, it was just it was basically uh, signing bonuses for for college players is, is the way it felt to right. me like yeah. Uh, yeah. with with that's, this guy. That's pretty I mean, much I, it. I, yeah. I'm not an expert on NIL. I know you guys know a lot more about it than I do, but it feels like that's not the way it's supposed to go. No. I just want to get your feeling on how this went down. It's not supposed to go that way, but it's the way it's going, and there's nobody to step in and, and do anything about it. Yeah, that's the problem, and and you knew that it was going to turn into that. With remember, we talked about this Dan a couple of years ago when it first came about because there's not a menu for what NIL is supposed to be. Like when let's just say you know Anthony Richardson was doing those Dodge commercials. It's like okay, quarterback doing commercials for X company should pay him fifty thousand dollars. Well, it might mean right. fifty thousand here, but in Miami, it might mean five million for doing the same exact thing. So, I think that's part of the problem. And then certainly, with different states and different regulations, different rules on what you can do, they've manipulated enough to say, okay, that's what it's going to be. We're going to use this not as name, image, likeness. It's because we're allowed to pay players the opportunity to just buy them for whatever we want. And I can guarantee you, there's a couple of guys. If it weren't like this, it would have come to Florida. Instead, and there's a guy they got that, paid and they went to Miami. They did come to Florida because he got paid yeah. a lot of money. Mm-hmm. I, I know how much. I'm not going to d- reveal it, but uh, so I mean, Florida's doing the same similar things. But again, it, it, a lot of it goes back to the thing you can negotiate with some guys, but you're not supposed to negotiate with guys from certain states, like the state of Florida. You can negotiate with somebody from California because that they don't have a law that says you can't. It's just a, yeah, every state is different. It's yeah, a, it's a giant mess. I will say this: I I read a quote from John Ruiz, probably a month and a half ago, where he said, "I'm not sure I'm getting the return I was expecting on the money I'm spending," uh, but he he continued to up it. Uh, I think in three years this will all settle out, and guys okay. will go and people will go. Yeah, I want to continue to support you, but I don't want to spend. $7 million for a quarterback who doesn't do anything? Because that's what right. schools are doing. They're paying three, four, five, six million dollars $6 for a guy who they don't even know if he's going to be any good. Do you, re- do you really think it's that kind of money? Though? Oh, I yeah. mean, you're these crazy numbers. But are those high numbers, are those accurate? They're, they're, not, they're not all accurate, but they're high. Higher than you, they're higher than I think we would think, but they're lower than a, what a lot of has been reported. But I can tell you that, um, you know, there are guys getting a um, million to three million dollars. I would say right in that area uh, to come come to a school, and, and it's crazy, isn't it? It's what it is. Yeah. It is what it is. It's crazy. And when you what have no governing your... body that can enforce anything, it's it's just, it's not going to get better. Where, where do you where do you where do you put Florida's NIL program? I mean, you know, I mean, can we can we compete with with the, the, this this Ruiz type situation? I mean, can we, you know, I mean, where does Florida stand in, in the food chain and NIL? Do you guys think? Well, here's the thing: Florida can be whatever it wants to be, and what it is what it is doing is not being in the top ten. Okay, because 
one guy is putting a lot of the money forward, as we all know, Hugh Hathcock. Uh, but they have not been able to generate the kind of money through their boosters, through their fans, that they hope to. Um, they're still, they've got a lot, but there's one guy in Miami who is willing to spend whatever, spend whatever, um, and that's the problem. And Florida's trying to do things the right way, and uh, maybe they need. Yeah, and, that, and I think that's part of the problem too, Dan. Is you know when when the Gator Collective was established, it was done mm-hmm. the right way, and it was really one of the first ones ever in the entire country and the gist of it was to pay five dollars or ten dollars a month and that would then help and raise money and get invested and get even more money to inevitably give these guys once they got to school the opportunity to get paid some stuff but it's it's turned into so much more than that because other people then realize that hey that's not what we have to do we're not restricted by somebody to say hey this is all we can do so they just basically lose it like you started the phone call with as an opportunity to, to pay guys to come to school. I, re- I really believe that if uh, for, for the coaches that, are, that do want to do it the right way, it's a matter of surviving the next couple of years. Mm-hmm. It, I do believe it will all settle back down. Okay. My other question is this mass exodus of players that we've seen leaving in the recent weeks uh, to go into the portal, um, I mean, is – I mean, what, what is? I mean, is the biggest driver they you know they they weren't Napier recruits that they're they're not all on board with, with the way Napier's running things now. I mean, is it, is it a money thing where they're getting more you know money elsewhere? I mean, what is your what is your assessment on on the mass exodus that we've had? Well, I think a lot of it is that they they have been told here's what I expect of you, and they don't want to do it. Uh, but there are players that are being recruited. Uh, and again, there are eight, you can have agents now, and these agents are are they're not going to just sit back and wait for guys to jump in the portal. They're going to get them to jump in the portal, and they'll tell them about deals they've got because they're also talking to somebody at say, I'm just throwing a, a school out there, uh, Oregon, and they go, okay, uh, I've talked to Oregon. I, I there was a story that was told to us about um, a, a, a player that uh, came in, and his agent called Florida and said. Hey, uh, I want a million dollars for this year, and they said, "Well, we're not going. We first of all, we don't think your players that good. Secondly, we're not going to. We don't aren't going to spend that kind of money on a player. Uh, the collective talking to the collective guys, and um, so then they get a call from um, another school, and they go, "Are you really paying this guy a million dollars?" And he said, "No, we're not." And he goes, "Well." His agent told me you're giving him a million dollars, so he's asking for 1.2 from us. This is what's going on out there. It is, believe me, those are only the stories that I know and that Jeff knows. There are stories out there that will make our blood curl. It's just terrible, but it is what it is, and you've got to either evolve or or, or just get out of the way and, and hope that you can be like TCU and sign a bunch of three stars and play for the national title. Well, I didn't know. You know, I mean, I know Napier, you know, is – probably a lot more of a disciplinarian than Mullen, you know, like everybody's going to be at breakfast at seven and, and what, you know, other things that you hear about that he's doing. I, I wasn't sure if they just didn't like, you know, his structure of the program or, if, you know, I, I'm sure that's part of it or the, the playing time or the money or if it's all rolled up into one, I guess. No, yeah, it's all part of it. But I think more than anything, it's Billy Napier realizing that he just watched these guys for an entire year. They won six games and what he has roster wise is also, not what he expects and he's got to get that roster a lot better so 
when you have those conversations, kids get butt hurt quite a bit by saying, okay, you didn't do what you were supposed to do. We're going to have this other guy. You're going to have to fight for your job. And then now what do they do? They say, okay, see ya. I'm, I'm not going to do that. Like I'm already here. I'm the guy and that's not going to happen. So it's much easier to transfer. When you when you look at our schedule next year, and you look at you know the the, the roster, and I mean I, I mean he is building it back up, and he's looks like a very good recruiting class, but it's going to take time for these guys to you know get where they need to get. But I mean, if it's another let's say six and six year, which it, it very feasibly could be, guys. I mean, I mean, where, you know, where 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 do you where do you see this going? And you know, in the next two three years, I mean, I mean, how much time will they allow Napier? I hope to God we don't run this guy out of town, you know, like like we seem to do, you know. Yeah. I mean, they they lost a year for sure. I, yeah. I think this was yeah. sort of a lost year and not what anybody expected. I, I think Billy Napier would probably tell you the same thing. But, again, when, when it goes to 12 teams in a couple of years, you would think, especially for Shot is here and he's the guy and builds over the next couple of years and whatever it might be, I mean, they should have a good enough class to be in the top, at least an opportunity to be in that playoff in two years. Did uh, did Strickland get it right with this basketball hire, or is this another? Is this another? You know, or is it too early to tell? You know, fourteen games. I'm not going to judge him, but it's obviously not going well. I think he knows how to coach very well. Yeah, and again, I think it's part of it too. I mean, but look at like even look at last night. Texas A&M had transfers from big schools. Gators have transfers well, the from best player was from Michigan State. Yeah. Yeah. Gators have transfers from. Same really kind of small schools and and that's BMI. where the difference was but him coming in late and having to go through all that and trying to just do what he could I mean that's that's all you could do uh, he, he just yeah. he got one of the best players in the country to come on to campus last week and had a great time so I think it, it, you know Bruce Pearl loves the guy and there's a lot of people across the country that really respect what he's doing and then if you I mean mm-hmm. look at what he did in that game against Auburn and, and some of the plays that he drew up and what he got those guys to do imagine his knowledge with now better players I think it's just like football they need to get better players here I think he knows what the hell he's yeah. doing but it's just not a good roster yet it's a, it's a struggle for Gator fans right now I mean you were you were in a bad place I mean I I, yeah, I, we are. I feel your we pain are. but hopefully both these sports are going to get it turned around eventually, and it may not be as quickly as you want, but uh, I do understand the pain that Florida fans are feeling. Why, why did that? Why did that Cormani McLean dude pull a fast one? Do you think money? Do you think was behind that whole deal? Money, money. So Miami. I mean Ruiz. I mean I'm shocked at Ruiz. I mean you know I was shocked that he backed off of that. You know. So there's not much of a chance Florida can still land that kid. Probably is there, or do you think there's you know? I I think he's going to uh, Colorado. I think so Dion has put the prime prime times calls. I think Dion off, has huh? put together a deal for him, and he said, "Hey, look, you come here. It's going to be the best financial deal for you. We're going to be great. You're going to be the centerpiece of our team. Don't okay. forget that my son is a quarterback. You're still going to be the guy." <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay. Hey, thank you so much, guys, for all the great information. I appreciate it. Yeah, Dan. Have a wonderful day. Thank you, buddy. Appreciate you. Yeah, it may okay. none of that information, by the way, may be accurate. We're <laughs> we're just throwing what we know out there. All right, we will uh, continue to throw stuff out there over the next couple of hours, all the way until six o'clock. So, if you want to join us, you can. Titan MRI hotline is open three nine two eight two five five. Come join us here on the tailgate. From the college. 
College of Journalism and Communications, ESPN 98.1 FM and 8.50 AM WRUF. Things have certainly got a little out of hand lately when it comes to just buying our everyday necessities. Just look at gas, streaming services, and heck, even chicken wings. Well, there is one necessity that shouldn't cost a ton, and that's taking care of yourself and helping fix all the aches and pains in life. And the fine folks at Titan MRI agree. With costs a fraction of what you'd pay at a hospital, you'll not only save money, you'll be taken care of by staff with over 20 years of scanning experience. Titan MRI is the only locally owned and operated MRI center in town and has offices in Gainesville and Lake City. And the great part about going there is you can park right out in front of the office. There's no long walks from a parking garage. The average scan time is just 15 minutes. So you can get back on your way with doing whatever it is you do in no time. With nothing but five-star reviews, they'll give you the five star treatment titan mri is a place where your doctors are sending their family so when you need an mri call titan first and you'll burst into smiles that it'll be the best thing you ever did for yourself this program is paid for by talking reds LLC. hey gator nation it's jameel here from the mealy pop shop gainesville's home for all things sports cards collectibles memorabilia autographs Pokemon, Funko Pop, comics, coins, and more. Just wanted to share with you information about our new website, MealyPops.com. Well, Jamil, the website is fantastic. I was on there last night. You've got a ton of sports cards, Pokemon boxes, and packs. I even jumped into one of the online breaks, and guess what? I want some sweet stuff. Yeah, man, the website's got links to even all our social media accounts and info on the shop. We can't list everything on the store, so come on by the shop for a selection of over 1 million cards and unopened boxes and packs. Remember, MealyPops.com, M-E-E-L-Y-P-O-P-S.com, and we are also open every Tuesday through Sunday, located here in town by the Santa Fe College sign off 39th Avenue. Thank you so much for your support, Gator Nation, and as always, Go Gators! There's a ton of things I love doing. That's why I have so many fun jobs and why I try so hard to make it to the kids' concerts, recitals, and games. But with everything that's going on, it doesn't leave me much time to take care of the chores at home. And since I hate chores, especially cleaning, I let the experts handle that one for me. Each week, a fully trained team from Molly made dust, vacuum, wipes, cleans, whatever I need them to do in the house, leaving me more time to do the things I enjoy. Molly made is fully insured and is ready to do your dirty work for you as well. Call them up at 378-7755 or check them out online at mollymade.com. They're made for this. Here are your three grilled cheeseburgers. Enjoy your Sonic. So what came first, the grilled cheese or the burger? So you know the burger had to come first. You go back hundreds of years. Oh, cheese has been around hundreds of years, too. Yeah, exactly. okay. What do you get when you combine a grilled cheese with a cheeseburger? The new Sonic Grilled Cheeseburger. Made with 100% pure seasoned beef and Texas toast. Try one half price in the app. Wow, this is a good debate. Online only or in the Sonic app. Add-ons extra. Limit one. Not good with other offers. Limited time only at participating Sonic drive-ins. We are your home for Tampa Bay Lightning Hockey. You are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, W. This is Gator Volleyball Head Coach Mary Wise, and you are listening to The Tailgate with Jeff Cardoza and Pat Dooley, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators.
All right, we are back here. Pat Dooley, Jeff Cardozo. It is the tailgate, world-renowned tailgate. Uh, many people, you know, get T-shirts and everything. I appreciate that. We've seen it before with our pictures on them, and the tailgate. And it's really pretty exciting when you're walking down the street and you see, like in a place like Spokane, Washington, you see somebody with a tailgate. It's pretty random. Sure, yeah. There will be no tailgating, though, for the national title game. There will not be. In fact, they're basically thumbing their nose at our show I think, by mm-hmm. saying there's no tailgating. Well, they won't do it. That's not going to make uh, – well, I guess if you're a Georgia or a TCU fan, you'll just say, well, we won't park near the stadium. Mm-hmm. We'll, we'll make the walk because we're going to party, and we're not going to wait till after the game. How do you feel about – because it's the second year in a row and how far that is from Athens, like do, do Bulldog fans still show oh, up Yeah, no matter what? They got a pretty big nation, yeah. And you have to you have to also remember that whenever something like that is happening, and it happens with with Florida at, at times. I mean, the Gator fans don't always show up for a, on the road. We know that. Yeah. But when they do, it a lot of times it's because, for example, I'll give you a perfect example. Uh, when they played Arlington the first time, played Michigan in the regular season opener, place was packed with Gator fans. Well, a lot of people from Texas were there. Mm-hmm. They were Gator fans, and hey, there's our one chance to see them. People in California, uh, you know, or surrounding areas. I mean, if you're if you live in Vegas and you're a dog, sure, I'll, I'll go to that game. It's a ninety nine dollar flight, and they'll probably serve me free drinks the whole way there. Yeah, and definitely the whole way back because they want to eat. And you get to see that stadium. Which is, I think, yeah, maybe why nice. I thought more Gator fans would be in Vegas, but it was sort of short notice. It was very short notice, and a, a lot of fans were like my wife and daughter who wanted to go, talked about going, and I kind of talked them out of it because I said, hey, if you want to go to Vegas, let's go to Vegas. Don't go because of this football team because you're going to have to go to the game if you're out there, yeah, and they're going to stink, and they're going to get their butts kicked because nobody's playing, and... Oregon State's a bad matchup for them. I'm telling you this for what, from what I know about football. So if you want to go to Vegas, let's go to Vegas. Don't go for this game. And I think a lot of people took that approach. Yeah, but certainly for national. And you know that TCU fans are going to show up because it's the first time. And you have that yeah. opportunity now to get out Well, they won get the out national there. championship. Yeah, but in the like the, this era. Was Davey O'Brien their quarterback? Right, exactly. <laughs> so that's where it's different. Speaking so of was TCU, that in the 50s when they were? Remember, remember Trey Sanders a few years ago, running back, Florida kid? Yep. Gators really wanted yep. him. He was like one of the – he was like the top 15 in the Went country. Went to Alabama. Went to Alabama. He's transferring to TCU because oh. he didn't play there much. Maybe he's, maybe he's another Lorenzo Lingard or yeah, just keeps, Marcus Bowman. Keeps, yeah, Bowman's the one I think that surprises me more than anything. As much as – you saw him in high school and what he did. But, but Trey Sanders was kind of the same way. Those two guys just dominated high school football in the well, state. Well, and, and again, I, I talked about this at the end of the show yesterday. I didn't talk about it at the beginning, but that um, Kelby Collins was named the uh, defensive MVP from that Under Armour game. Mm-hmm. And I like that he was. I like that he played at that level. But I don't take it too seriously because he's playing against high school kids. And everybody who every you know there there was all kinds of videos there, and I'm like, that's great. Florida player does this. Florida player does that. Oh, Miami player does this. Alabama signee with a great catch. Okay, that's great. 
What does it matter? I mean, I, I they were signed for a reason. These coaches know what they can do. They know how good they are. We'll see if they can do it at the next level. I was thinking about this today, Jeff. You know, everybody, because uh, somebody called in, yes, I can't remember who it was, and was saying, was not happy with the way recruiting finished up. And I'm like, in the end, Florida got 18 kids that have a chance to be good, really good players. They might not, none of them maybe, uh, all of them maybe, 10 of them maybe, five of them maybe, but you put yourself in position where you got brought in 18 guys that are four stars that have a chance. I mean, they've got the skill. They've, they've been evaluated. Now it's up to them and it's up to the coaches to make them good. So that that's that's not a bad thing. No, and the and the class still isn't done yet. You still got the real signing day, even though it's now not real signing day anymore. Yeah. But there'll be more transfers. There'll be more people coming in. They should just call it late signing day instead of just signing day. It's not signing day. Yes, it's afterthought signing day. <laughs> Maybe if they called it that, nobody would wait till then. <laughs> but your boy Carmani McLean is going on the fifteenth, January fifteenth. Ten days from now. But he was also flashing the U sign once he won the and mocking the uh, other team when they won the state title. So I don't like the dude. Well, I think a no, lot of a lot so of people far, like no. Sam Hartman, including you. It's yeah, official now. Him. He's going to Notre Dame. Yep. So another one of the uh guys. He is I didn't realize this. Pretty good. Second in the history of the world of the ACC in passing yards. He's really good. Like that's a he, he's there's a good a lot player. The ACC players have been pretty good. And he played for a coach who believe, I, I I like Dave Clawson as a coach. He does a good good job. Um, yeah, I, I that's the guy I wanted them to get, uh, but I don't think they could afford him. I think they spent a lot of money on Rashada, and um, he better be good. The chips are kind of all in the middle on Rashada, and then Lagway next the following year, and if. But, but, if but if that's the case, though, like you're putting that much money into two guys that are only a year apart, I, I'm just saying I I know what they've done, right? So okay. that's why they get stuck with Gray and Mertz because they didn't want to spend that much money. Um, yeah, see if Rashad can come in and play. Mertz can't do it. If Rashad is not playing by game five, I'll be stunned. Stunned. We I, shall see. I don't think Graham Mertz is any good. I may be wrong. Maybe he was just in a bad system. Maybe the chance to come down here and play in the Florida Sun and find a find his future wife here, where he's yeah. only going to find it in Wisconsin. So. No, I mean I do think if you look at it though, he, I think he his style is way better from the shotgun than under center. Yeah, like there, he's a different player. He doesn't run that well though. He's not like I, again, we're not going to ever see anybody who runs as a quarterback better than two guys that have been here already and one being Tebow but it was different with Tebow with with but it really wasn't that different when you think about it with Anthony Richardson he ran over people mm -hmm. I mean he had he had more speed than Tebow yeah um but you know we'll see I I don't know I I again I think I I understand where Gator fans are that level of we used to be so great in these two sports. Yeah, you were the best ever in the history of Three years. football and base basketball. Yeah. Nobody's ever been that good. And I don't think ever, anybody ever will be. In fact, I, I'm, I'm almost like uh, Zonka and those guys with the champagne. 
like as soon as the football champion gets beaten basketball, you know, let's uncork it because it won't be a double champion again. Mm-hmm. Um, and for Florida, they've done that, but there's a there is a long list of things that have gone wrong. Why Florida is where they are right now, but it is where they are. It's the present, not the past. The future, I, whether it looks right or not, is up to you. We'll see what happens. All right, we're uh, we're gonna go to break here in a sec, but I've got. Brought famous Amos cookies today. They're really good. Oh, I bet. I will give you one. Okay. I mentioned that Sam Hartman was the second most passing yards in ACC history. I'll give you one if you can tell me who had the most passing yards in ACC history. Well, I know my first guess is probably wrong because uh, my first guess would be Ben Bennett when he was at Duke under playing for Spurrier. It's not it. Then I would go Philip Rivers. No, he left, though. Is that right? Philip Rivers is correct. I, didn't he spend a year? NC State. At, I thought he spent a No, I'm thinking of some. Oh, I'm thinking of Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson was at NC State and I went to Wisconsin. Yep. Well, it's good. Mm-hmm. I got on the second guess. I'll give you a cookie. Yet. <laughs> All right, we'll get a break. We'll come back, get more of your phone calls on our Titan MRI hotline. You're listening to The Tailgate. The flagship of the Florida Gators, ESPN 98.1 FM at 850 AM, WRUF. Well, everybody knows that Meldon Law is the only official injury law firm partner of the Florida Gators. However, since we opened our doors in 1971, we've been the community partner with over 600 scholarships awarded through our Meldon Law Scholar-Athlete Program, as well as our Veterans Making a Difference initiative. Meldon Law has offices in Gainesville, Ocala, and Lake City. MeldonLaw.com, where we won't back down. Want to start a career with a local company that's been in business for almost four decades, proudly serves the growing needs of our community, and has excellent pay and benefits? Join the quality plumbing team today. From high school grads to apprenticeships, journeymen to master plumbers, quality plumbing can help you build a rewarding career in a high-demand industry. Earn while you learn. Endless opportunities for advancement in job security. Visit qualityplumbing.com today to learn more. License number CFC 043073. The barbecue dream began just before the Gators started winning a bunch of championships in the mid-2000s. And more than a decade later, I'm grateful to Gainesville. Just want to say thanks for helping us put the ribs back in barbecue. Hey, this is Adam of Adam's Rib Company. My wife Michelle and I just love seeing thousands of you that have made our restaurant a place to gather, chat, root on the Gators, and chow down on some barbecue. From their slow-smoked ribs, pork, or chicken with flavors that are fantastic, to homemade side dishes of anything imaginable, there's a reason why I use Adam's for a ton of my lunch breaks in between the many jobs from game day ordering to that special event where you don't want to cook we're here to help whether it's an intimate setting amongst friends or a tailgate party for the game we'll fix you up right with the freshest meats and ingredients to make sure your barbecue package is complete so check them out online at adamsribco.com but be prepared to drool when you see the menu or better yet stop by their dining location on 13th street or the place that northwest gainesville has fallen in love with the new carryout spot on 43rd and 53rd right across the street from Publix. You still can't find them? Just stick your nose out the window. It'll guide you to the best barbecue in town. From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update. 
Skies mostly clear tonight, and with winds from the north, temperatures will drop off. By tomorrow morning, lows in the mid-40s. Tomorrow afternoon, lots of sunshine, but high temperatures barely making it to the mid-60s, turning even colder tomorrow night into Saturday morning with lows in the upper 30s. Saturday afternoon, abundant sunshine, highs in the mid to upper 60s. We'll get a little bit warmer on Sunday with highs in the low 70s. In the UF Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Megan Borowski. And now... Dan Patrick Show. Dan Patrick. <laughs> Jim Harbaugh, do you want to go to the Colts? Do you want to go to the Broncos? Do you want any of those jobs? Like, I wondered about Jeff Saturday. If you're Jeff Saturday, do you go, yeah, I want to continue coaching here? Or do you go, uh, nope, just interim. That's it. Just passing through. I did Mr. Ursay a solid. He's done a terrible job. The Dan Patrick Show. Dan and the Danettes and you. Weekday mornings at 9, right here on WRUF. Hoop, there it is, with Steve Russell and ESPN's Mark Wise. Monday mornings at 11, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. It's known as a small place with a big taste. If you don't know what I'm talking about, you're really missing out. The place that's been voted best cheesesteaks in Gainesville, it's called Big Mills. Serving 100% top butt sirloin, 100% chicken breast on their cheesesteak sandwiches, Big Mills has a big taste. They also offer sausages, hot dogs, burgers, and salads with a baseball theme inside that every diehard is going to want to see. They've also got ice cream and milkshakes to wash it all down, so come on down to 2111 13th Street, right next to Adam's Ribs and see why Big Mills is a small place with a big taste. The well, we all hope to be at the top of our game with everything we do. Hard work certainly helps, but so does preventing things from going haywire. So for me, it's maintaining my physique with a little less gummy bears. For those with AC units, it's a maintenance plan that'll keep you cool all year long. And there is nobody better at it than Crystal Air and Water. They've got fast service and flat rates with no surprises, no contracts, no pressure, and you can cancel anytime. Their four-tier preventative maintenance plan has something to suit whatever need you have. So when you need to feel secure that your AC unit is at the top of its game, a call to Crystal Air and Water is one you want to make. From the heart of campus and the College of Journalism and Communications on Stadium Road, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. And now, more of the tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley. Here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and online at WRUF.com. Hi, I got a question for you because everybody has an opinion on this. What should the NFL do about that postponed game? Now, the... Let me let me preface it by saying the good news is that DeMar Hamlin's everything seems to be trending in the right direction with him. Yeah, the appropriate wording is neurological condition intact. Yeah. yeah. So the, and the hope is he's breathing on his own in a few days. And yeah, it's, no, it's good. Doesn't certainly. it feel very Keontae-like? Again, mm-hmm. yeah. it, it just feels like the exact same thing. And it's cool to hear just because of how responsive and quick everybody got to him on the field and – you know, they called doctors out there immediately. The players realized that something was wrong. That Same thing in Tallahassee. Yeah. They did a great job. And he, he owes them their, his life. And they he owes those people his life. But, uh, but you know, of course, we always – we don't want to dwell on it because we – everybody who went through that Monday night, I mean, it was just devastating. 
if you're sitting there watching it, you couldn't turn it off. You know, you couldn't. You didn't want it because you were afraid bad news was going to come or you were hoping good news was going to come. You, whether they played or not, you didn't care. But now there's a lot of discussion about what they're going to do. They've talked about maybe possibly playing the, if it gets down to it, the AFC Championship game in a neutral site. So that, but uh, in, but it's such a big deal because of the buy. Only one oh, team yeah. gets that buy. So right now, with the Bills not playing, the Chiefs are the one seed. Bills are two, and Cincinnati. I mean, Cincinnati still, if they won and won out, still could have technically been the one seed too. So obviously, the game had a lot of implications on the postseason. It did, but I mean, I, I, I again, I don't know what you do. I don't know what if there's a right answer there. For what you can do, yeah, I mean, too, it's too late in the season to. Well, and I, I know Stephen A. Smith said, uh, and again, I don't, I rarely agree with him on anything, but um, move, m- just don't play this week. Move everything back a week. You don't need a two weeks before the Super Bowl. Makes sense to me, mm-hmm. but uh, who knows whether what they're, they're going to do? And they, they're probably, I would guess, they're going to announce something sometime today. It would have I mean, to be in Thursday. the next day or two. And people did say this. They, they were saying, well, here's the thing. Um, these players need to know. I go, why do they need to know? They don't – if they're they're going to prepare to play. They're going to practice to play. No matter what where, what, where they are, they're going to do their job. It's their job. This is not college kids running around. This is their job. Now, very soon it could be their job in college too. But their job is to do their job. And I know that they've been affected by this, but the bottom line is if they say play, then you're going to go play. Um, if they say don't, I mean, they'll, they'll, they'll be ready either way. Mm-hmm. It's not going to affect the outcome of any of the games Saturday or Sunday. Agreed. All right, back to the phones we go. Bill joins us next. Hey, Bill, what's up? Hey, y'all. Not too much. How you guys doing? Wonderful. Good. It's been a few days since we've talked, but um, on the recruiting subject, you, and you're hearing it over and over. Well, we only signed whatever twenty guys, and um, you know, and like you said, yeah, we we have portal guys coming in. But you know, if we were to go back to the first, and I haven't, I'm sorry, I, you guys might have covered this, but if we were to go back to the first two years, you know, of Mullins recruiting, we had these whatever top ten, top twelve classes. But hell, five or six of them each year didn't even show up. They didn't even show. Didn't even Jalen Jones didn't even play first year, and I. I just I'm curious as to how many of his first two years, you know, even really produced much at all at Florida that haven't already transferred out or you know or long gone. But you look at you look at Billy's and and I've tried to get on and get on YouTube and a few other places just you know just to see interviews with these guys, and I just come away with, with the same take every time. He's recruiting quality, not only quality players but Guys with character. There was a fifteen. Well, there was an interview with Rashada after the game the other night, and this guy to listen to him talk is just so impressive. Um, Will Norman, another one, so impressive. You can just see this guy leading on the field, you know. And so I don't know. I, there there are top ten classes, that, and then there are top ten classes. And when you got eighteen of these kids that are coming in as early enrollees. I don't know. I don't. I don't see how you can complain. I don't see anybody. Yeah, that, that's what's really cool to, for all of them to be able to do that and want to get in the program. And Billy Napier obviously suggested, and those guys willing to do that. I mean, you're giving up your final semester of high school so you giving can get up started. Prom. 
Yeah, a lot of that stuff. So where, where Jeff was the, home, the prom king, I was, right? I was second. I got screwed. Really? <laughs> yeah, football player guy. Was it Pee Wee Herman got it? No, he, he was a good. He was a good guy, but I was still better looking. But no, Bill, I think you're right. Like, I, I mean, as, as much negativity as there out there, I think a lot of people have to realize that he he picked the right guys, or at least guys that he thought were going to be those leaders and try to resurrect this program and turn it around. And to me, the the belief on my end, and, and I know Florida had 22 guys in the portal, it's second most out of anybody, and you know all this stuff, and everybody's freaking out because they're leaving. But I I think they were asked to leave, and I think Billy Napier said, okay, you guys aren't what we expect. And your guys aren't the standard of, of what I want this to be. And we got to find the right guys to be able to do that. And if it takes, you know, maybe an extra year now, I think inevitably it's it's going to be better off in the long run. And I guess I, I just, I've seen so much behind the scenes and what these yeah. guys and gals do and how much they work and how much they care and how much they're invested into this program and the players. And, and so many of them were outsiders and they've bought in to believe it. I just... I mean, maybe I'm a little biased from that point, but I truly believe that he is the right guy for the job and he understands what it's going to take and he started that process and he's just going through it right now. Uh, I, and I, yeah, I agree. Thank you, Jeff. I, I think it speaks to his character as well. Um, he's not – I mean, he very easily could have gone out and got another three or four or three stars, easily could have done that and bumped bumped his numbers to a to – a, you know, five or six or seven, maybe he could have done that. He, he, he doesn't give a rat's ass about where we're going to finish year to year. He's going out and evaluating these kids, and if he believes they're worthy of a scholarship, University of Florida, he's going to he's going to offer them. That's that's how I that's how I see the guy. He's not going to fill it up. He's not going to window dress. He's going to do he's going to he's going to do the legwork and do it the right do it the right way. No and doubt. I, I couldn't be I couldn't be any happier. I want to say one other thing, and I'm not trying to compare Rashada to any one person, but there was a move that he had in that game the other night. Of course, he only got to throw it eight times. Um, but it, it took me back to Charlie Ward in FSU. I can remember so many times that one of our great defensive linemen would have him in our sights, and he would do this little pirouette and get out of it and roll out into the flats and complete a pass. And I saw – Rashada do that the other the other afternoon. I'm like, wow, you know, he he can throw it, and he also maybe he's not the best runner, but he can elude tacklers. And uh, very excited to see uh, what's in front of him in Florida. Yeah, we saw that in a guy in a Florida State uniform when when the Gators play him. It just, I mean, he was obviously a good runner too, but just his ability to make that first guy miss and get out of the sack it, it means so much. And then you got guys buying downfield and having the scramble drill, and so much more can be open if you can get get rid of that guy. So that's uh, it's certainly encouraging if he's doing that. Yep. All right, guys, go Gators. Enjoyed it. All right, Bill. Appreciate you. Thank you very much. Let's uh, get Jeff to join us next. Jeff, what's up? What's up, gentlemen? Hey. Um, that I think that that caller was exactly right. The uh, you know relative to recruiting rankings and. Gators wringing their hands that were 12th or 13th or whatever the number might be. Um, but the, the quality is there. I mean, if you look at the average um, star rating, you're going to find the Florida 6th. And, and really the, the recruiting ratings are just volume times quality. And he's right. You, we could have gone and got four more three stars and increased our rating. But, you know, what, what good does that do you? Um, 
And, uh, you know, you, you guys have been talking a lot, or Pat brought up the topic of, you know, what do we do with this? Uh, this this game is not, it wasn't played between the Bengals and the Bills. I think it's, you know, to me it's just a luck of the draw, kind of the rub of the green. I think, you know, if Kansas City ends up with a higher winning percentage, then they get it. I mean, Pat, you were old enough to remember that back in the old days, Alabama would add a, Seventh SEC game when everybody else was playing six, they finished six and one. The two other teams would finish five and one, and then they'd be the conference champs uh, because they played one more game than anybody else did. And nobody complained about it. And so, you know, I think this is a just an act of God. And so, I'm not, you know, I think that you know if the Bengals end up, or I mean the um, Chiefs end up with the best winning percentage, then they they ought to be the number one seed. It's just one of those things. It's just bad luck for everybody else. You know, I remember back when I was a kid, and Florida had a rain out, and they finished a half. I, I, I think I'm right on this. I think they finished, this is how old I am, a half game behind Georgia Tech football and baseball mm-hmm. uh, for the SEC championship. A half game because they, they didn't make up the game. And, and that's happened with softball over the years. It, didn't it happen with a uh, in Major League Baseball where they're, they're one team finished a half game behind another and then they play? I think they played a playoff game because of that. I think it was Red Sox and A's maybe? I don't know. It could have been. Yeah, I mean, but college football has always, always been kind of unique. And not just college football, but as you guys mentioned, there's other college sports and – well, it's just like when when we went through the COVID. Every, I mean, every nobody was complaining about what you got dealt at that point, you know. Um, right. So whatever they come up with, whatever they think's the right thing, whatever they think's fair, I know everybody's going to analyze and overanalyze it and everything. But then we'll eventually get to playoffs and and play. But uh, you know, the most important thing is where uh, Demar Hamlin is, and he seems to be doing well, or better anyway. I thought this was. I, I saw this uh, on Twitter that was really cool where they were saying, um, you know, that he, when he came, when he finally was conscious, he wrote, because he was only communicating because he was obviously still incubated, he wrote, who won the game? And the doctor said, you won, because you won the game of life. I, that yeah. makes me want to cry, you know? <laughs> oh, absolutely. I mean, that's that's just incredible that, you know, we go to a you know, guy that we're praying that that's able to get off the field alive uh, to a guy that's um, coherent enough to ask who won the game. And that, that's uh, what if you had kind of a jerk so doctor and he just goes, "They canceled the game because of you." <laughs> uh, the answer is to be determined. In fact, we don't even know who's what what's going to happen. Now that doctor had the great response. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. But anyway, gentlemen, thank you so much, and um, I'll talk to you guys soon. All right, Jeff, thank you. With that, we get another break. Come back and uh, keep it going. You are listening. And right now, by the way, the uh, the Bills are having a press conference, and they are uh, chatting about a, a lot of different things. Sean McDermott up there, and uh, we'll a lot have of, some a lot of that of stuff. new respect for that guy. I mean, I always, ha- always had respect because he's a really good coach. Well, and, and too, when you when you heard that he walked over to Cincinnati's coach yeah, and I can't coach, yeah, you know, says I'm yeah. I'm I'm going to the, I'm hospital. Going to the hospital. Like that's that's pretty I, that, cool. That, I, I'm not saying it changed my opinion of him. I didn't really have a lot of opinion of him, 
But that certainly um, yeah, good thing makes me want to root for the Bills. I'm a, I'm, a, I'm in the Bills Mafia. <laughs> Let's just announce it. There you go. All right, be right and back. The, and the TCU Mafia. You're listening to the tailgate. Holidays are here, and as much as we like friends and family coming over, sometimes there are those few that make the house smell like poo-poo. Well, there's an easy solution for the ones you don't want in the house. Show them the outhouse, because with Florida Portable Services, it's as easy as you not liking that casserole that Grandma brought over. They provide portable toilets, restroom trailers with AC, and you can even listen to music and watch TV while you pee. Call 1-800-864-5387 and book your reservation today. The Gators are here. The Bunched it with the right hand. Powered up. Throws out corner right. Three on the way. Good, good, good. Shoots off the glass and in. Out of the play. This is Gator Country. Goes to the duck. Blocked from behind by Fudge. Angle right three. Bang! Got it. That'll do it. A W for the Gators. This is Florida basketball on the Gators Sports Network. We are ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. We're proud to be your home for Gator women's basketball. You're listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. The tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley continues here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and on your phone with the WRUF radio app. All right, back at it. Dules and Dozo, there were 41 bowl games. Do you like Do you like Tom Fornelli? You ever yeah, dealt with him? Yeah, I do like Tom. All right, because I know all you writers are like little buddies. Not all of us. Hang out with each other and Not all of do us. all these things. Some of us are, some of us aren't. Most That's of a, you guys. And I'll leave it right there. All right, fraternity. I will say this. My fraternity is pretty much all retired or <laughs> gone somewhere. Well, so there was 41 bowl games, and... Tom Fornelli ranked all of them yeah. from I would best to worst. Florida's at 40. No, I would put Purdue LSU at 41st. That's actually what he did. Did he? Yeah. Put them 41st and the Gators were 40th. So the I second. Totally agree with the Second worst bowl game out of all of them. It, well, the, here's the thing. The Florida game was competitive at half shut out? I didn't watch any but of that game. But you kept thinking. But. I didn't either. But you kept thinking when the scores would flash well eventually they'll score and again uh they they could you know i was not going to score a lot of points so if they can just figure a way to get the offense going so you kind of like even the florida game was 10 nothing at halftime it's not like it was a blowout yeah and you kind of went into the second half going well if they can figure some things out of course that is the number one thing that billy napier Needs to work on this offseason. Coming out of the half? Coming out of the half. Yeah. Worst team in America coming out of the half. Maybe he can get with Todd Golden. Well. Because Golden's good after he gets off to slow starts and does. then gets better. Maybe they can talk They're to each other. They're both pretty much the same in terms of record. Figure it out. If if Todd loses one more, they'll both be this, you know, they'll both be one under five hundred. Yeah, there you go. All right, let's get uh, Byron to join us next. What up, Byron? Well, good Happy New Year to you and Pat Jeff. You, this is you my too. First call of the year, so I hope you had a great holiday. Yes, sir. So far, with your, fa- with your lovely family and you too, Pat. You and Karen and the girls and all the girls. Yeah. Well, Kelsey's back safe and sound from L.A., so I'm I'm in a good mood. Oh, 
I hope she had a good time out in L.A. It's a nice place to visit. But difficult to live there right now with all the weather. Yeah, they uh, were. I don't think she was going to Los Angeles for ten days with the idea that it was going to be cold and raining the whole time. (laughs) It never happened, but it it happened this time. Bomb cyclone hit them. Now, one of the things to shout out to some of the Gator staff. Hey, Byron, try try talking into your uh, headset. Okay, into your okay. I want to send a shout-out to uh, – can you hear me better now? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, okay. I want to send a shout-out to uh, at, uh, Sophie Turner, excuse me, Katie Turner, uh, for all they do at the Gators, uh, behind the gaze themes of the Gators, because I think, Jeff, you alluded to that, and also saying prayers for uh, DeMar Hamlin. Hope everything will be all right for him. Now, the reason I called was – uh, you know how I like to call recruiting and everything like that. And I was wondering, uh, it appeared from watching the um, UA All-American game that uh, Rashada, Jade Rashada, had a pretty good game. You know, only played, the, as an earlier caller mentioned, only had about eight passes thrown, but he certainly looked sharp. And Kelby Collins looked very good also, and I wondered if you had any opinions. No, Well, I didn't watch it because I – don't I don't watch high school all star games, but um, everything we heard was I mean look they've got a bunch of guys coming Hello? in here that can play a little bit now. What they've shown is they can play against high school players. You got to show you can right. play against college players before I take you very seriously. But um, certainly they they've got a lot of you know when you bring in eighteen five four stars right which they've done. They're not all going to work out. You hope most of them work out. You hope at least you get three or four guys that were under-evaluated at four-star. Mm-hmm. Um, but at least you've got numbers there where if if four or five guys are total flops or don't, you know, I think they'll all get into school. Um, but you feel comfortable with it. Uh, and I think that the roster they're putting together, which is a very young roster, um, yeah is going to be talented, but we'll see what they can do. And I think it will be year three before they yeah, – we, we know exactly what they have. Yeah, I, I'd be happy with a 7-5 and five next year, Pat, frankly. Just I would have been year. happy with 7-5 and five this year. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, sure. Uh, Jeff, there's still one more All-American game, high school All-American game this weekend. Do we have any Gator recruits in that game or prospects? Do you know? I don't know. Oh, okay. Okay. We're, we're well, not big on high school all-star games. I got you. I got you. All right. Have a good weekend. All right, Byron. Thank you. Appreciate I mean, that. I'm, I'm speaking for you when I say that. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't get too into it. Not a uh, must-watch TV like the Lakers heat last night. Did you watch that? <laughs> I flipped through and saw it. I watched a lot. Yeah, you know what I, what I watched last night, too, because it was on a half hour earlier in the Florida game, so I had two TVs was – Mike White knocking off Auburn and blowing them out. I mean, it wouldn't. Um, and how, oh, they're, they're 11 and 3? 11 and 3. That was their first decent win. They had nothing. Yeah. Nothing quad one, nothing quad two. And that's a big quad one. Mike White, for some reason, is kind of in Bruce Pearl's head a little bit. And don't forget, they knocked them off last year when they were number what, number two in the country. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're playing at a, at a better level. Now, they haven't beaten anybody until this game. And I think Auburn is nowhere near what 
I think what we're we usually expect from Auburn. Um, but he's coming in here Saturday with an eleven three team against a seven and seven team, and I'm sure he's gonna kinda look at him and go, Yeah, you know. This is me. Yeah. You should never you should never have pushed me out of here. Although I don't know. I mean you can say that the fan base pushed him out, or you could just say he didn't handle it well, or you could say he realized I could never get to the next level, but then why would you go to Georgia if you if that's the way you felt? I mean, I, I, I'm totally convinced that Mike left here because his family was affected by the stuff that was going on, yeah. and it was it's not a proud yeah, it moment. Hard. Not a proud moment for Gator fans. Mm-mm. But again, it's not all Gator fans. It's not the entire... And, and there's always that one stat that gets thrown out there, but it's it's true. I mean, you could say the inconsistency and all this other stuff, but he was the only SEC coach to lead a team to an NCAA tournament win in four straight years. He also had the best road record during his time than anybody other than Calipari. Yeah. He won, he knows how to win on the road. I mean, like, I, I, I defended him a lot. Um, I thought he was a good guy. Yeah, but... I mean, the fan base, uh, and again, when we say the fan base, we're talking about the vocal, the lunatic fringe for, mm-hmm. for the most part. Certainly so. People holding up signs, fire Mike White at games. <laughs> yeah, that's not going to do yeah. it. All right, we need a break. We'll uh, come back with a whole nother hour of chatter. Elliot is here, so give him a call on our Titan MRI hotline, 392-8255. If you want to chat, you're listening to a Thursday edition of The Tailgate. WRUF Gainesville, U251CG Gainesville. From the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios, we are ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. You spoke, we listened. You wanted the easiest car buying experience ever. So we're giving you the easiest car buying experience ever. Your schedule doesn't have time for five hours in a car dealership. Work, kids, soccer practice, grocery runs, jury duty. Really? That again? Gatorland Toyota puts your convenience at the top of the list. With Express Shopping, you can browse our incredible selection and buy your vehicle entirely from the comfort of your home. Financing, paperwork, trade appraisal, even the pricing can be done remotely. No need to come to the dealership. Gatorland Toyota delivers your new car to you. And what if that car was fully customized? With our pre-order program, it's easier than ever to get the exact vehicle you want from headlights to trunk. Have a vehicle to trade or sell? Even if you don't buy from us, we'd love to take it off your hands and give you a top dollar offer that you're sure to love. Come experience how Gatto's got it at Gatorland Toyota today. Visit GatorlandToyota.com for the easiest car buying experience ever. Got chronic joint pain but want to avoid steroids and surgery? Take some advice from pro football legend Emmett Smith. Call QC Kinetics. Let QC Kinetics help you improve your quality of life with biologic therapies that get your body to repair and restore damaged tissue. These exciting new regenerative treatments from local medical professionals can help your body heal itself with lasting pain relief. Trust me, you want to avoid surgery if you can. Check out these biologic treatments to see what your options are. QC Kinetics, restorative, regenerative solutions with no downtime, no surgery, no drugs. I'm talking about joint pain we all can relate to in your knees, your shoulders, your hips, and your lower back. They'll get you feeling good again. Get relief now. What are you waiting on? Make the call to QC Kinetics. Tell them Emmett Smith sent you. Call QC Kinetics, 352-400-4550. That's 352-400-4550. 352-400-4550. 
Since 1971, Meldon Law has been dedicated to giving back to our community. Its Veterans Making a Difference program honors over 20,000 veterans in North Central Florida. We're here for our veterans, our community, and we'll be there when you need someone on your side after a serious accident. Meldon Law is the only official injury law firm partner of the Florida Gators. Now, with offices in Gainesville, Ocala, and Lake City, MeldonLaw.com. This program is paid for by Talking Reds, LLC. The tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley is on the air. Quiet on the set. We're all sound. Action. You can be part of the show by calling 392-TALK. That's 392-8255. Or hit the guys up on social media by tweeting to at Jeff Cardoza UF and at Pat underscore Dooley. The grill is hot and the beverages are ice cold. It's time to tailgate. Here's Jeff and Pat. Okay, welcome back. Second hour of the show brought to you by Melton Law. They won't back down. I've heard that, Jeff. Are you aware of that? They won't back down? We are here with you today and again tomorrow. So, And we're, we're planning on being with you a lot for a while here until Jeff gets off into his world of hardball. Although I was looking at the schedule. It's a very home-oriented early part of the season. Yeah. So you'll be around for most of it. That's good. Because you know how much I can't stand it when you're not around. Yeah, I get it. Did we go to Miami this year? No, because we were down there last year. No, so they'll come here. So. Yeah, it's to be a lot of early. And the opening of the of the season is not exactly overwhelming, but I'm sure they're good teams. Like I think they play College of uh, Charleston to open Charleston up. Southern. Charleston Southern to open So it's up. different. That is different. And then who do they got? Um, a Tuesday, Wednesday, home and away with South Florida. So I got to go down to Tampa for a day. So you'll miss me then. Okay. And then Cincinnati at home. At, I can only take one day apart from you. That's at all. JU, another home and home. So you'll miss me that day. Okay. Tuesday. So Tuesdays are tough. That's the hard part about baseball. At the beginning of the year, it's five games a week. I know. Until conference play, you're playing Tuesday, Wednesday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. If I was a player, though, I would love that. Sure. Yeah, you you don't want to practice. I no. mean, you, you do it, and but you want to play games as many as you possibly can. Yeah, first weekend road trip is not till Ole Miss, so SEC, start of the season, in end of March. So you're not so, going to be gone. A lot of home games early. All right, a lot of calls, so let's get right back to it and get William to join us. Hey, William, welcome. Hey, thanks, fellas. Happy New Year to both of you. You too. Um, just had a comment, really, I guess, more than anything about Gator basketball. Um, it, At least in my lifetime, okay, I'm I'm 55, so – Gator basketball wasn't really relevant to me until Norm Sloan and we went to the Sweet 16 and all that. And then, you know, Don DeVoe, please. <laughs> and then we had Lon Kruger come along who, you know, took us to the Final Four, had quite a bit of success. Um, 
but I remember Vince Carter, the year we went to the Final Four, I think we were recruiting him, and, of course, he went to North Carolina. And so I guess my point is, you know, except for Billy, we haven't had a whole lot of sustained success, and either with him, even with him, you know, I mean, it was we had some players. I think Corey Brewer was the only player that was a McDonald's All-American on um, on that team. That you know, but point being, obviously, those players turned out to be the exception by far. And then we had a great coach in Billy, and so we won back-to-back championships, but. I get the feeling that everybody's expecting us to all of a sudden turn into North Carolina or Kansas or UCLA or who I just don't think that's ever going to happen. What do you guys feel? I think uh, well there's a there's about 84 things to unpack here. And let me let me unpack the first one which is Lon Kruger will be here Saturday. Yep. He, he's going to be honored with a reception for being going into the Hall of Fame. Uh and Lon had one good year and it was a miracle year and Everything went broke their way. Daniel Marshall missed the field goal. The next year, they snuck into the tournament barely and got knocked out in the first round. So he had one good year, and that was hard to do because Florida was not, you know, they didn't have the uh, um, basketball facility they had. They built that for Billy. Billy was exceptional, and uh, he was amazing. When you think about what he was able to do with great players and what he was able to do with Maybe not great players. That team in 2014 had no NBA players on it. None. Zero. I think Michael Frazier got a cup of coffee at one point, didn't he? Yeah. <laughs> that was it. Yeah. But, I mean, that was – and great Patrick Young, who we love so much and we, we see on the – doing the broadcast. It's so great to see him on those broadcasts mm-hmm. now. Uh, I wanted to say that. Um, and, uh, you know, Will You Get, Prather – Casey Prather and of course Scotty, so he was he was exceptional, and uh, Mike White was a good coach. Uh, he couldn't get Florida over the hump, and the trouble was he was following the guy, and now you've got a guy you have no idea what you got here, no idea right now. But in the end, you saw the crowd last night if you watch TV. I know it was raining. There's about yeah. six thousand people there. For an SEC yeah. opener, they are they. This is not a great basketball town. They will show up for big games when they're when they're good, and that is what people sell against Florida. They go, people don't people care about football only there. Now you can do that in a lot of places. You certainly can do that in Alabama, but they've they've overcome that. Nate Oates has done a great job of, of dealing with that. Billy did a great job of dealing with it. He embraced the football part of it. He would take recruits to football games when they came into town. This is what you're going to experience. There's a way to handle it. Mm-hmm. There's a way to deal with it. Right. Yeah, I I agree with you completely, Pat. And I think because of that, I guess we really are going to be – it's going to be kind of hit and miss. Now, you know, I think personally it's too early to judge – Todd Golden or Billy Napier, for that matter. Um, but you know, unless we get another coach like Billy, I think we're just 
it's going to be intermittent success. Yeah, but and, but again, that's why I think it's still the jury's out on on Todd Golden fourteen games into this thing because wouldn't I guess if you're looking from afar and, and don't know it all, like wouldn't a guy like that remind you of Billy a little bit? This this young up and coming guy that you know is really good and understands the game and knows what he does, and then you just have to kind of build it to get to that roster. Yeah, I mean, those, forget, those first couple of years for Billy oh, were brutal. First year was under five hundred. Yeah. The second year they got to the NIT and lost in the first round. So, so yeah, so again, but I mean, not a people forget all that because of obviously the success after that, and it, and hopefully Todd can get to that point. And and I really truly believe he knows what he's doing, but they just don't have enough good players right now. And then the, you you go guard their best player, other guys can't just step up. Golly, they and I I tell you what, you got to give A and M credit. It was like they had six guys on the team on the yeah. on defense. I mean, anytime Castleton touched it, there was four guys there. Well, if if there are four guys there, somebody's somebody should be, be open. open. So again, that would be the thing I would be showing my players today. All the times they didn't move without the ball, mm-hmm. and um, I, I again, I I don't think this team. Look, I I, I when I had, I was writing about it last night uh, for Gators Wire, and I was thinking. You know, it's not like this team was going to do anything anyway. It's not like they were going to – but we were sold a little bit of a bill of goods in the preseason about how good Lofton was, for example. Yeah. Um, and turns out they're just not – they just don't have really good players. And yeah, it's way yeah. harder to get to get transfers to come here than it is to get them to come to Arkansas and Alabama and Kentucky. Yeah, no doubt. And even the – I, man, I'm having a brain skip here. I can't think of his name. But anyway, the young man that played for the Wizards, I believe, in the NBA. Bradley Beal? Uh, yes, thank you. I <laughs> can't believe I didn't remember his name. Anyway, um, you know, players like that, we've we've gotten, you know, we've, we've gotten some really good players. And um, it, it just, I don't know. I, I Well, he's going to he's gonna have to recruit better. You know who recruited the hell out of it? Uh, and not only Billy, but Mike White recruited the hell out of it. Yeah, so they've got to they've got to get Florida can recruit good players. They can get good players, but I'm certainly not going to judge Todd Golden on his first year. I mean, um, his first effort of recruiting with a very short window. Yeah, no doubt. Um, well, I I sure hope I'm wrong. I hope this works out. And I, you know, I mean, I'm obviously I'm a football fan too, but I honestly do prefer basketball. I love the tournament, and I just think it's one of the few things left in college sports that's not ruined. <laughs> so, well, wait till they go to the 90-team tournament. I, that may ruin it for you. <laughs> yeah, it, it probably will. They'll they'll find a way. All right, thanks, All right, guys. William. Have a good evening. Yep, appreciate you. Let's stick with the phones and get Ryan next. Ryan, what's up? Happy New Year, gentlemen. You too. Only... Only reason it ain't the happiest of happies is because the Buckeyes couldn't finish that last drive, and we're facing down the Bulldogs with back-to-back national championships. But Very true. Other than that, other than that, it's been a pretty good. That was, uh, it, didn't that look amazing? Like, huh? Oh, for all the blah blah blah, and they're great. They're not going to get that championship, and then Ohio State got conservative and. Shut her down that there at the end. That was painful. And but it is interesting though. You look at the last two games now. That that vaunted Georgia defense. I mean, they've given up more than seventy points in two games. So they're 
there's a little little stuff there that they can be beaten. Yeah. We so, bet. will you want to we bet, bet on it? No. Okay. <laughs> no, I don't think. I think. I think they beat TCU by three touchdowns. That was their escape moment that every good team has. Yeah. Go on to win the championship, but they escaped it. But uh, anyway, I don't want to dwell on that. It's going to happen, and we're going to have to suck it up and deal with it for a couple more years. So maybe Billy can get it turned around. But uh, hey, Pat, I had to laugh at a couple of over the holidays and all we had was uh you, you did your podcast and i thought the funniest thing that came up was uh, when jenny Rowland asked you what did you get the cattleman for christmas she did ask me that yeah <laughs> i was um i i told her i said i got him a big cup of shut the hell up because that's what he's <laughs> right? always given me yeah well it must have worked because i hadn't uh i haven't heard him the last few days he hasn't called has he no could be yeah could be he's joined yeah. uh i can't think of his name the other guy uh from tennessee Lance. Yep. Lance. He's joined Lance in some kind of a uh, <laughs> cult or something. Yes, Peter. There'll be another one crop up. But a uh, couple of couple of quick hitters. Well, I want to talk a little bit of Braves with you, Jeff, since we've been able to talk, uh, you know, since Dansby signed away. But a um, couple of things that I uh, thought this basketball team now, it, it's, it's looking like the football team where we're, we're 0-2 and we could be 2-0 and and we'd be the same fair to midland average team whether, no matter what the record says. You know what I mean? We could have won them both, we could have lost them both. And, of course, we lost them both like the football team did most of the year. So. Yeah. And it looks like it's going to be another lot, of, lot more of the same. It feels like, unfortunately, until gymnastics cranks up and baseball and softball get here. Well, gymnastics starts uh, tomorrow. Tomorrow. Yeah. Yep, yep no doubt. But uh, and another quick thing um, – Pat, you mentioned yesterday about Petrino on A&M, and I thought, I guess, I mean, are they, is it going to be the Texas, the A&M is going to stand for a-holes and morons? Like, that is <laughs> two of the smarmiest, squirreliest, just schmucks, jerk, whatever you want to call it. I mean, Petrino and Jimbo? Oh, <laughs> golly. And, and DJ Durkin's the D coordinator. but <laughs> right? Obviously, we like him. Jeez. I was like, God almighty, what a staff. But I just hope they just continue to suck. Yes, ugh. but uh, and then last thing before I talk Braves, I I've heard all the news about uh, Demar Hamlin, and and you know it sounds like it's hopefully turning for the better, and of course the uh, all the fundraising, and I heard it not only is he you know they've got over six million, but he's actually getting votes as Speaker of the House, so <laughs> his popularity is really shooting up. Very true. Yeah. I don't yeah. think it's that hard to get some votes for speaker. <laughs> right <laughs> at this point but uh what a what a crap show but uh so jeff i know it happened during the break and and honestly we couldn't be surprised because um with what uh anthropolis has done and he's he's you know he's made it very clear i'm going to sign these dudes when they're young i'm going to get them to lock them into seven to ten years to you know obviously it's really good money but it's not this stupid money right that people are throwing around and so if he's doing that with all, you know, the Harrises and the Albies and the Poon and all that, and then he turns around and hands, you know, $177 million to Danzy, what he got from Chicago, that completely goes in the face of what he's been doing and how he's been building this thing. You know, and then, so what's the next young guy going to think? Well, I'm going to do, I'm going to hold out and get my money. And, you know, it's so, I mean, losing him because his his baseball IQ, I think, is right up there with any of them. You know, he he does all those little extra things that, help you win a game here and there that we know at the end of the season, you know, sometimes you win a division by one game and like, you know, the, the extra bases and obviously his defense, but 
It looks like to me right now I've heard uh, they've got Grissom's been working one-on-one with Ron Washington, and I guess we're going with him and Arcia probably as a platoon kind of situation. I don't see anything else happening now because we're going to be – it's going to be spring training before you know it. Yeah, and I I mean I would think at at that point there were so many shortstops available once you didn't get some of those those bigger ones. But I agree with you. You're not going to pay – for uh, for what he wanted, and and I guess there was even rumors though that he was going to take a, a little bit of a discount because Atlanta and to stay there. But still, when it's all said and done, and uh, like a hundred and twenty million is much different than a hundred and seventy-seven million. So when you're dangling another fifty million or so in front of you, you're probably going to take that deal. And I mean, kind of, then obviously the Freddie situation ended up being interesting and, and different but you know, I think Braves fans were able to get over that too so those eventually with time that'll happen yeah I mean you know in the perfect world as a fan we want it to always be you know keep the hometown guy keep the dude you know we love blah blah but at some point the business takes over and like I said with the way he's been building this thing and then if you sign him there's that middle reliever you need there's that you know mm-hmm. obviously we could stand for more arms and you, you just you can't go out and get them now you sure because you handcuff yourself so as much as I hated losing him, you know, I, I mean, I think it's what we had to do. And, I mean, Grissom's only 21, and he showed some promise. I mean, he did what a lot of young guys did. He came in, you know, on fire, and they caught up to him a little bit. And he kind of tailed off a little bit. But I think uh, just with – he played shortstop pretty much in the minors anyway. So, he did. You know, obviously, he played second base out of need. But uh, I think we'll be all right there. I agree. I, I think they'll inevitably be fine. And, obviously, the production will be a little bit different. But for from the amount of money that's different – I mean, I don't think you'll notice it too much. And remember, you're going to have a full year now of, of Acuna and you know another year Hopefully. of I mean, Albies, and you missed him a lot this year. So I think they'll be all right. No doubt. And, Pat, uh, last, since you said, Jessica, the, the early part of the baseball season, it's a lot of home games. We might not have him you know, right there with you in the booth, but we will have him at the stadium giving us the, the live, you know, the BP Dinger update. Uh, yeah, the Armstrongs will have to turn in the Caglione home runs. <laughs> yeah, right. I'm curious who that's going to be. Well, you wouldn't believe the, the how far that ball went. What do you do in the game? Well, <laughs> 0 for 4, but I mean. Yeah. All right. <laughs> All right, Ryan. Right, thank you, buddy. Good chatting with you, man. Yep, thank you too. Later. Appreciate it. Happy New Year to you. And with that, we get another break. But we got plenty of time left to chat with you. So jump in on the Titan MRI hotline, 392-8255. You're listening to The Tailgate. If it's happening with the Gator Nation, hear it here first. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Things have certainly got a little out of hand lately when it comes to just buying our everyday necessities. Just look at gas, streaming services, and heck, even chicken wings. Well, there is one necessity that shouldn't cost a ton, and that's taking care of yourself and helping fix all the aches and pains in life. And the fine folks at Titan MRI agree. With costs a fraction of what you'd pay at a hospital, you'll not only save money, you'll be taken care of by staff with over 20 years of scanning experience. Titan MRI is the only locally owned and operated MRI center in town and has offices in Gainesville and Lake City. And the great part about going there is you can park right out in front of the office. There's no long walks from a parking garage. The average scan time is just 15 minutes. So you can get back on your way with doing whatever it is you do in no time. With nothing but five-star reviews, they'll give you the five star treatment titan mri is a place where your doctors are sending their family so when you need an mri call titan first and you'll burst into smiles that it'll be the best thing you ever did for yourself 
Every morning, I get up, start the trek into town for a busy day ahead, and every morning, I kid you not, I pass an ugly green van or truck along the way, heading to work as well. But the best part of that site is I know someone is about to be wowed with the craftsmanship and work ethic from days gone by with the technology of today, because that vehicle has vintage electric written across the side. And that quality is evident all over North Central Florida. And with more than two dozen licensed journeyman technicians, you can be assured that a call to Vintage Electric is a call you won't forget. Now, I'm sure there's tons of you out there with honeydews up the wazoo. And if any of those have to do with electricity, call Vintage Electric today. No job's too small. They do it all. From service upgrades to rewiring, appliance and AC circuits, and how about an entire smart home installation? That way, you can just ask Alexa to turn on the tailgate. So have them put their tailgate down, grab their tools, and sit back and know your electric job is going to be done right. Call up Vintage Electric today at 371-8021 or visit them online at vintageelectric.net. Hey y'all, it's Kyle from Leonardo's Millhopper. As we roll into holiday season, it's time to get the family together and enjoy the best pizza in Gainesville. Y'all know we make delicious pies and heavenly garlic knots, but we sell memories. So come down to our iconic location on 23rd Avenue to relive old ones and make some new ones. Relax with a few pints from our local breweries, beat the high scores on Galaga or Miss Pac-Man, pick up a gift card or t-shirt for that perfect stocking stuffer. See you soon. When the moon hits your eye like a big... Oh, I'm still recording. Oh, this is Hub Brown, Dean of the College of Journalism and Communications here at the University of Florida, and you are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. Remember we talked about Eli, that band, and somebody called in and they was they're actually still going. We they played the St. John's River Junior College. Well, what was it called then? St. John's River Junior College. Now it's St. John's River College, I think. Yeah. No more community colleges. Well, it's what it is, so. There was a class there that literally was adding and subtracting when I was <laughs> in school. You got a credit hour for that. If you could go nine plus four, you could get that. Well, this guy is uh, way better than community college. Probably went to Tennessee. The Cattleman joins us for the first time in the new year. What's up, Mikey? Happy New Year, gentlemen. You the, too. Uh, or- the Orange Bowl victory party just wound down last night about 11.59. Figured I'd check in with you boys. There you go. Good. Good New Year. Big well, time. Hey, Pat, I know you were proud of us. We took out Dabo for the SEC. Uh, yeah, I never like him to, I, I, I was, I couldn't, I watched the game. I didn't, I couldn't figure out who to root for. Yeah. Dad, by the biggest phony in college football. You want to go with me on that, Pat? He's right there. He's, He's right <laughs> up there. Yeah. There's a lot of them hey. in college football, believe me. Yeah. Hey, Pat, been listening to uh, your callers here, getting a little slow start to the new year, have been partying it up pretty well through the holiday. And I heard some of Steve's show today. And let's talk about one of your favorite, um, uh, sayings, Pat, win by one. Yes. Um, I want to kind of throw that in with uh, fan frustration. Part of being a fan is being frustrated, right? If you care, sure. your team's not going to win every night. 
fan frustration. And I'll just start by saying I think all SEC fans, especially in the SEC East, are frustrated to get ready to see uh, Kirby go back-to-back. That's pretty frustrating. Well, and yeah, there's no – it's not like you're seeing an end in sight with Kirby, you know. Yeah, that's right. Well, well yeah, and um, uh, that's a totally different call. But, uh, you know, it's unfortunate Tennessee didn't catch him a second time in the playoff or, you know, how that goes. Kind of a tough break there. I, I'm not so sure Georgia's a, a slam dunk against TCU. You got a thought on that? I don't – I would not – I would – I agree with you on that. I, I don't expect TCU to win the game, but that team just finds ways to win over and over and over again and uh, they, with a bunch of three stars and – uh, a, a first-year coach. Uh, I admire them. I've been rooting for them all year, to be honest with you, uh, yeah. before I and, knew that we'd come down to this. But uh, I will buy a TCU T-shirt, I will tell you that, if they win this yeah. game. And anytime you have the better quarterback, you got a shot in the game. And I'm just I'm just not buying into Stetson Bennett still. But, hey, Pat. How many games does he have to win before you buy into him? Uh, I'd say the uh, starting quarterback at Gainesville High School could quarterback that team to a national title, Pat. That's, that guy well, wasn't good, very a, good. A, that's not true. They didn't win a game this yeah, year. So, but, no, yeah, I, I think Stetson Bennett is better than people want to give him credit for. I mean, he's made some unbelievable plays during the year. All right, guys, moving along here. Is he the best um, quarterback in the country? No, yeah. Yeah. I could throw football in here, guys. I'll, I'll keep football out of it. Let's just go a little basketball since we've turned the calendar here. 2023, guys. Hey, Pat, correct me if I'm wrong, but, you know, Billy was great, back-to-back national titles, blah, blah, blah. Did he not have a losing record to Bruce Pearl? I don't know the answer to that. Um, he might have. That Tennessee was very good during that time. Um, it, they were, they, it was some of the great – I mean, I know that they lost at home the year they – the first year they won the national championship, they lost. Yeah, yeah. You can fact-check me next break. I'm sure you probably will or somebody out there in Radio Land will. But I think Bruce Pearl probably was four or five in the positive on Billy in the regular season. But as we all know, college basketball doesn't really start till March Madness for, for good or ill. It's a tournament sport. Well, you know that better than anybody. you got regular season Rick as your coach. Yeah. Yeah, and it's doubly frustrating when you're looking at two players there, Lee Humphrey and uh, what's-his-face, playing for you guys. And here's where I'm going, Pat. Um, only when, when a game's played, it's a test. Only one team can leave with the win, win by one, as you like to say. Um, fans, are, I hear a lot of frustrated fans calling you guys these days. There aren't any guarantees it's coming back in any sport in the SEC. And the reason why is the other dudes are on scholarship, too, and the Nate Oates of the world are making five, six million dollars, also. Absolutely, and I mean, you, I mean, hey, Florida, I, I tell you, especially this, I, in the I, world of NIL, where you, you know, yeah. how much, how much money are you putting into basketball versus football? Uh, I know that Florida is just—they're getting ready to re- redo their new pr- their practice facility, which has been there forever, but they're re- getting ready to redo it and upgrade it. But uh, the bottom line is, you've got to be able to. Uh, come up with money for those guys. Yeah, it's too. hard to do both, yeah, and a lot of schools is. will just I, commit to one. Right. I guess to crystallize my point, guys, I believe Calipari's last trip to the Final Four was two, the 2015 season, I want to say. Um, in in the SEC, everybody's got big money. Everybody's competing pretty much outside of Vanderbilt. And any any school, including Kentucky, can take a 10-, 20-year walk in the wilderness. You can talk about Spurrier. You can talk about Urban Meyer. You can tell old stories about Billy. But you still got a first-year no-name coach. True, I, it's totally uh, accurate. I mean, 
Um, that goes for everybody. That's not a shot at Florida. That goes for everybody. Hey, hey, when the other school hires Bush Jones or Derek Dooley, it's funny. When it's your school that hires a bum, it's not so funny, is it? Yeah, but again, I'm not saying Todd Golden's a bum by any means. I, he's he's no, coached 14 games, for, but yeah. Right, right. I'm just saying everybody's got the money. Everybody takes it seriously in the SEC. And, um, you know, and, and I will leave you Well, and I, and I will this, say this, Cattleman. This is the – and, again, I know you don't like to talk about women's sports, but the ultimate to me was the first time I went to the College World Series with Florida – and everybody out there, all the, the Michigan coaches, the Oklahoma coaches, all of them were going, we're really worried that if the SEC t- starts taking softball seriously, they'll take over. And guess what they did? Now, I know Oklahoma is still the number one team, but the SEC's usually got two or three teams at, in the uh, co- Women's College World Series every year. What have, what have they done in baseball? It's, it's unbelievable. what they've, what it, Whatever they decide they want to they win, they'll go win. Hey, guys, last question I'll clear out. Does Florida have Georgia next? Yes, Saturday. You know, that's, going to be, that's going to be kind of for SEC fans just watching the parade go by. That's going to be the gift that keeps on giving the next three, four years. Usually when you fire a coach, they go be a coordinator somewhere, or they take a step back, or they get on TV like Mullen. Mike White didn't go too far, did he? Well, they didn't fire him either. Yeah. Do you think there might be a little bad blood with that? Pat, I think this guy y'all got, anybody off the Bruce Pearl tree, I trust. I think it's too early to judge that dude. But uh, totally. that's going to be some pretty good rivalry basketball for the next three to four years is Mike White versus the uh, school that ran him out of town. Well, it's it's it, it will be for the fans. I don't think it, I don't think Todd Golden gives a rat's behind about Mike White. Mike White probably didn't give a, a uh, anything about Todd Golden, but there's no doubt that for the fans it's going to be a big deal. Now, I will say this. There are tickets available because this fan base has not wrapped its arms yeah. around this guy. So, uh, but it'll be, I'll be, you know, somebody asked me, we talked about this the other day about what the reaction will be when Mike White's introduced. They'll boo. They boo everybody. You're supposed to boo the other coach. That's the way it is. I mean, it's not personal. Yeah. Happy day, you guys. You too, man. I still don't know what the point was there. Do you? Saying it. May never get back. I think it was still another jab at Florida, but I, I mean, it's obviously realistic that that happens. It's yeah. hard to yeah, I totally be really good, but there's also probably a lot of Georgia fans that thought that they could never pull it off, and it was always going to be that way. And then that happened. You just got to find the right guy, and, and obviously in that sport, I mean, look at look at where Alabama was. Oh, yeah. And then they got a certain guy Remember to come there run, 16 years uh, ago. And, Shula, Mike Price, Francione. Yeah. Um, couldn't do anything. Couldn't, it was, yeah. they, they weren't relevant whatsoever. Stumbling all over around. So I will say this. When Florida, when Florida, uh, when they're, when they get their down cycle, it's pretty, it's, it's a pretty it's significant. Yeah. yeah it's, it's not, it's four and eight, you know, yeah. it's where most schools can kind of hang in there. Um, but I'm mean, even think about like how good when Pete Carroll was there was USC yeah. and how much they were winning and, and totally off the and then nothing they didn't for, have the right guy now they got yeah. the right guy and they're going back the other way but you're absolutely right um, it's not sustainable for anybody in any school Mm-mm. it's not sustainable for Georgia I mean there could be a point here where Kirby Smart decides to leave decides to go to the NFL or or he could end up being here forever and, and he doesn't get the players and there's something goes wrong and it. You know, I, I was thinking about this the other day. 
that on the same day of the same day, Florida's football and basketball situations, and I'm trying to think of the right word for it, Florida's football and basketball futures, maybe is the right word to use, drastically changed on the same day. The shoe? Marco threw the shoe mm-hmm. and Keontae f- collapsed on the floor. Florida was never the same in basketball after, after Keontae. Now, I was, I was talking about this a lot yesterday, Jeff. I watched the game the other night against Texas. He had 28-9. He was legit. Smooth. He looked smooth as he always did. But on that same actual day is when it all started going bad. And it's almost like somebody needs to go out there and throw a different shoe and throw it the other way or something to reverse everything. I don't know. There's got to be a way to reverse all that Florida's gone through since that day. It was a bad day. It was a bad day. That it was. All right, we're having a good day, though. If you want to be a part of it, call us. 392-8255. Be right back here on the tailgate. This is Hub Brown, Dean of the College of Journalism and Communications here at the University of Florida, and you are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. In 1971, Meldon Law was established, and since that time, the firm has been dedicated to getting the justice its clients deserve after being seriously injured in an accident. Our commitment to this community is paramount, and we won't back down in representing our clients. Meldon Law is the only official injury law firm partner of the Florida Gators. Now, with offices in Gainesville, Ocala, and Lake City, MeldonLaw.com. Yes, it's hot out. An obvious observation that everybody knows about, and the last thing you need is your AC unit deciding to shut down on you. Well, if it unfortunately does, I've got an obvious choice to call. That is Crystal Air and Water, and they're going to be there to take care of you. 100% service satisfaction guaranteed. Whether you're in Alachua, Archer, Gainesville, Hawthorne, High Springs, Melrose, Micanopy, Newberry, Stark, Williston, or anywhere in between, Crystal Air is a phone call away. They service and install all the top national brands and their licensed technicians will help you feel comfortable from start to finish. So make the call, 333-0460, Crystal Air and Water. They aren't comfortable until you are. License number CMC, 124-9384. Summertime means fun time. It's a chance to get out and enjoy all the great things here in North Central Florida and beyond. Getting outside and getting after it again can be awesome, but turn into all full pretty quickly if you don't stretch or if you're just old like Pat Dooley. So if you have a mishap with some aches and pains and need any type of chiropractic treatment, there is nobody better in town than Dr. Paul Gardner. At Gardner Chiropractic and Injury, they have affordable, no-stress care. From sports injuries to chronic pain and headaches that won't go away, they've got many therapies that will get you better. They can even order MRIs, ultrasounds, CAT scans, x-rays, and blood work to get you all diagnosed the right way. Gardner Chiropractic and Injury Center has been making the people of Gainesville feel better for a really long time. Located right next to Gainesville Health and Fitness on University Avenue, finding them is as easy as getting better. So give them a call today at 727-4438. 
from the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update. Skies mostly clear tonight, and with winds from the north, temperatures will drop off. By tomorrow morning, lows in the mid-40s. Tomorrow afternoon, lots of sunshine, but high temperatures barely making it to the mid-60s. Turning even colder tomorrow night into Saturday morning with lows in the upper 30s. Saturday afternoon, abundant sunshine, highs in the mid to upper 60s. We'll get a little bit warmer on Sunday with highs in the low 70s. In the UF Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Megan Borowski. Keyshawn Johnson, Jay Williams, and Max Kellerman. Frank in Florida has some. Hey, Frank, what's up? How you doing? This is the best show, bar none, on the radio. Thank you so much for everything you do. He is the best. Jay Will and Max, I'm telling you, y'all got the best show. Thank you so much. I travel every week, and I listen to you. I watch you in the hotels. The best show, bar none. He, Jay, and Max. Weekday mornings at 6, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Coming in February, Florida Gator Baseball, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. And now, more of the tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley, here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and online at WRUF.com. You weren't here yesterday. Uh, Woody called and was talking about how he just got a new, brand new book mm-hmm. called Ball Four, and he's getting ready to, to do it. And I go, well, you've got to lend it to Jeff for a baseball trip. And I'm telling you, once you open it up and start reading it, Let's keep reading. You'll no, and th- but then you'll. The great thing about it is, put it down, come back to it, because it's just it's segments. Okay, like here's what happened today, you know. I Some of the I'm, best cussing of all time. Well, then I like that. It's very much like Midnight Run. Remember the movie Midnight Run? Mm-hmm. It's just like that. I think why I'm so hesitant is... You don't like, like to read. No. <laughs> I just never walked anybody. So when you say ball fours, like, I'm not used to it. No, you didn't walk a lot of people. I will say that. They they were just teeing off on that 80-mile-an-hour fastball. homers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you did, I, I was trying to think on your, uh, your great two-hit shutout, what... Did you walk anybody that day? Maybe one. Yeah, I don't think there was much. It was very impressive. It started our entire friendship that it and did. relationship. That it did. All right, let's go uh, back to the phones and get John to join us. Hey, John. Yeah, I haven't heard you guys in a while. So I, this is my first day listening to you guys. Uh, Pat, I... That's on you. I know. I'm well late. I worked late last <laughs> night. I actually came came in and I watched your your uh, your, your the replay on on Facebook and listen to you because you were solo yesterday. So that was pretty cool. I got the, listen, I almost was like, I was going to go and start making a phone call. Oh, wait a minute. This is tape. So <laughs> yeah. anyway, we had a good time um, yesterday guys, by myself, but that I, now? I like Jeff better, way better when Jeff's here. Right. But you, you had a lot to talk about. So that was pretty yeah, cool. I did. Um, you know, you guys were talking about programs that just that bellied up and that was Nebraska when they lost Tom Osborne. Mm-hmm. They haven't seemed to recover. You know, now, well, even... and the the funny thing is, they basically hired a Ron Zook to replace Osborne Solich, who won a no. lot of games. 
but he didn't win at that level. So they go, well, we got to get rid of him. We got to go to somebody. And and since then, it's gone right Ooh, off the cliff. Yeah. I mean, I thought the no-brainer was Scott Frost. I thought he yeah. was going to do well. I, 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 I thought Floyd should have gone after him, but, you know. Well, they did. They they. I never tried for They him. talked to him, but when they uh, – and this is comes directly from Scott, but um, when they talked to him, they went, nah. We this yeah. is not what we're looking for. We don't want a guy like this. So they were right on that one, and you know, um, we'll see if they're right on Napier. Right. Switching NFL, uh, Jeff. You know I'm a Dolphin fan, mm-hmm. so I'm rooting hard for the Bills. I mean, you know, sad situation with their player. He's getting getting better, but the NFL came out and said they're not going to remake that, make up that Bengal Bills game. So. And then I heard Adam Scheffler talking about a proposal that if they finish one game, one less game win than the Chiefs, which Chiefs would be what thirteen and four, and the Bills would be twelve and five, or no, they would be twelve and four because they're going to have one less game. Uh, they were proposal that the the first seed, which would be Kansas City, they have an they have a choice of either getting a first round bye or get home field advantage. Mm-hmm. So. In other words, if the Bills finished second, they'd get they would get the second choice. So I'm questioning you guys: what what would you rather have? Would you rather have home field, or would you have um, a first round bye? I, I think home field because I mean sometimes when you have the bye, you know, yeah. maybe get a little rusty. Obviously, if you have some players that need to get healthy, then that's a good thing. But I mean, there's nothing about being in Buffalo. In you know late January, where it could be nasty, and right. when, when your guys are used to that, I think that's what I would pick more than anything. Yeah, there was there's been a lot of different options, John. I think even there was even one which might help the Dolphins. They were saying they wouldn't even give a buy; they would just add an extra team. They would make eight wow. teams make the the AFC playoffs. So then that way, it's not fair that somebody's getting a buy when honestly the Bills probably would have gotten it if they won out. So yeah, yeah a lot, a lot of interesting the, stuff. Well, I think the importance for 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 Miami, honestly, they they got to take care of the Jets. If they don't, then it's yeah, I mean irrelevant. Anyway. Just like any team that's eight and nine doesn't deserve to get anyway. But I think the importance for for uh, for Buffalo because they want to stay ahead of Cincinnati. You know, oh, yeah. it's like going in there. Well, we can rest. You know, our quarterback and 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 going to being rested for the play. Nah, man, they're going to be having. They're going in there, especially in you know in Buffalo. They're going to be wanting to 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 beat New England. A, knock them out. But B, they don't. They want to stay in that top echelon. You know, if they get into a three seed, that's when it gets you know pretty hairy. So sure. anyway, go ahead. No, yeah, I no, I totally agree. Yeah. Hey, uh, when does uh, baseball uh, practices start? I mean, I'm not talking this because of basketball. I'm just no, yeah, they curious. they get three weeks to practice, so it'll be like the last week of January because season starts uh-huh. February 17th. So you're allowed three weeks before that to start. I got you, man. Well, enjoy your guys' show I'll, as always. I'll holler at you guys later. All right, thanks, John. You know, I was just thinking about this um, because of what happened with Demar Hamlin, and um, are we all gonna gonna be Bills fans when we get to the playoffs when it's finally decided, or do you just kind of go okay? He's he's doing better. That's great. What they went through was was hard, but I still you root for yeah, laundry. You're, yeah, you're going for your your team. But I don't I don't have a team. So who am I root for? Maybe I become a Bills fan. 
Bill's Mafia, man. I um I ended up going to a Magic Bulls game last January, okay. and I had no idea it was happening. You're and not a fan of either team. I just wanted to, just wanted to go to the game. Yeah, so I've, I've done that before. I'm walking down, and there's this like huge area just outside the arena, and there was a Bills playoff game on, and the Bills like truck was there. The mafia was there, like all this stuff. They literally had taken over Orlando. And I'm like, what's going on? This is a magic bulls basketball. But it was a watch party in this bar, and it was it was incredible. Like it's really You're the like first time I'd fans, ever yeah. seen the intensity of what that is all about. And that's why the teams that I tend to, to root for, like I like Kansas City. I don't like the chant, obviously. I've got to turn the sound off when yeah. they play. But um I, I, do, I like Mahomes a lot, and I like Andy Reid, so I tend to root for them. And I've, I've yeah, got but s- Andy Reid writes mustaches on Patrick Mahomes. I've got Seattle gym shorts, too. And the main reason is because those are very much like college crowds. They're very, you know, boisterous and loud and going I, – I just feel like they're college crowds, and those are the ones I tend to root for, you know. Yeah, no, it's it's like that. I, I gotta get figure it. out who I'm pick, who I'm rooting for. Well, uh, Elliot, our producer, is a part of the Bills Mafia, so let's get his perspective he is, on it. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, can it's you guys nuts, hear me? huh? Gotcha. Cool. Yeah, what do you guys want to uh, want to ask? Just why it's so crazy? Like, why are you guys so nuts? You know what? Cause my so I'm pretty much like a third generation Bills fan. So my dad's side of the family is from Buffalo, and Buffalo honestly is like the most Midwest of New York. So it has like that small town kind of camaraderie and, you know, it's just, it's, it's just, it's, it's amazing. It's really cool. It's, it's something where it's, uh, you're like family for the night or for the game. And it's, it's, it's a lot of fun just to like talk to fans and, you know, it's, it's, it's a town where it's gets really cold and everyone's inside and sometimes there's not much to do, but that's like the, that's like. Except for to drink. Yeah. So I think you get get right on the the money. Drink a lot. It's like Wisconsin. Yeah. Go to Wisconsin, they just drink all the time. So they're passionate. Yes, I mean, if, I hope Graham Mertz can handle all that you know, yeah. when he comes down here. See if he can get used to it. Well, thank you, Elliot. You know, it's, um, of course. Yeah, it's, it's fascinating. We'll, to have, to, we'll have to explain the swamp to him. Well. <laughs> all right, let's get one final break. We'll come back and uh, wrap up a Thursday edition of the Tailgate. From the College of Journalism and Communications, ESPN 98.1 FM and 8.50 AM WRUF. As you look online at all the Facebook pages, the TikToks, and the tweets, there are resolutions everywhere. Heck, even Dooley is resolving to lift some weights and not to suck at golf so badly this year. So I told him the one-stop shop to fix up both is Play It Again Sports. If you have things you want to get better at for 2022, check out their bikes, their exercise equipment, their gloves and bats, and even their slew of Frisbees for a little Frisbee golf. They are the place for just about anything. And if you have anything just laying around don't use anymore, well, bring it in for some cold Hold hard cash or trade it up for something snazzy. Play It Again is the perfect place to find whatever you are looking for. And it's located right on University and 34th Street, so it's easy to find. And I'm there all the time, so I just might see you at Play It Again Sports. 
You spoke, we listened. You wanted the easiest car buying experience ever. At Gatorland Toyota, we give you the easiest car buying experience ever. With Express Shopping, you can shop and buy your vehicle entirely from home. We'll even deliver your car to you. Want a customized Toyota? With our pre-order program, you can get the exact Toyota you want. And if you have a vehicle you'd like to trade or sell, we'll buy it whether you buy from us or not. Come experience how Gettle's got it at Gatorland Toyota today. Visit GatorlandToyota.com for the easiest car buying experience ever. Life is short, and if we spend our time suffering with pain and it takes away our joy, that's not a very good way to live. He's right. It's hard to be happy when you're in constant pain. QC Kinetics patient Chad admits the chronic pain in his knee really robbed his quality of life. When I was going to the traditional doctor and getting the pain pills, my smile wasn't as big as it usually is. Going to my high school reunion on crutches, it was awful. But then Chad visited QC Kinetics. He experienced the real power behind natural regenerative treatments. Using healing properties from his own body, QC Kinetics was able to restore and repair damaged tissue, finally giving Chad lasting relief with no drugs, no surgery, and no downtime. And I'm feeling on top of the world because of QC Kinetics. Learn how advanced regenerative medicine can help your body heal itself at QC Kinetics. Call now for your free consultation. Call QC Kinetics 352-400-4550. That's 352-400-4550. In Gainesville, Ocala, and the Villages. 352-400-4550. Our college football national championship presented by AT&T. Georgia Bulldogs look to defend their title. We didn't build this program hoping for one-year wonder. While the TCU Horned Frogs are one step from one of the more improbable runs in college football history. Number one, Georgia. Third-ranked TCU. Coverage starts Monday night at 6.30 right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. The WRUF Radio app. Your source for sports every second of every hour of every day. You are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. This is Gator soccer coach Samantha Bohan, and you are listening to The Tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. All right, we are back here. Only eight or so minutes left in the show. It went by quickly today. Wouldn't you say? Why? Yes. <laughs> you like that joke, didn't you? That was good. <laughs> Un- unairable. Yes. That was a good one. <laughs> um, we are back now just for a few minutes. And, again, just to kind of recap what we've been talking about, uh, a lot of talk about Florida ba- – a little bit of talk about Florida basketball – Last night, another win by one game. We talk about these all the time. And I said, Jeff, going into the game on the show yesterday, that this wasn't a must win. It was a must not lose. And that was – so guess what? All the turnovers made them lose. Florida dropped five spots in the net. Texas A&M went up five spots. They're still only like 92nd because they haven't beaten anybody. And really, they still haven't beaten anybody. But – have you ever seen that though, where a team forgot its uniforms? Never. I know it's happened in an NBA game or some something where they didn't get shipped or something, and they had to wear. I, I know it's happened before, but I don't know that they've ever just forgotten at a hotel. 
That that was a first for me. Student managers are going to be in trouble. Well, the, the the funny thing about Buzz Williams, he goes, "My fault. I'm the coach. That's a, it's my fault." Yeah. So that that I like that. But um, here's another thing I wanted to ask you about because I noticed this in both games I was watching last night, Florida game, the Georgia Georgia Auburn game. Is it is it permissible for the coaches to actually play in the game? Because they're almost yeah, all doing over the it. Court, yeah. They're. I mean, I think there should be a rule. I mean, remember when they had the. Uh, you had to stay in a coaching box. Mm-hmm. I think there should be at least a rule that says if you put both feet on the playing court while the ball's in play, it's a technical foul. I'm getting fed up with it. No, and I'm, I'm not saying – I'm not being, blaming Buzz William. I'm not blaming Mike White. Mike White was literally at half court, 10 feet on the court. He can almost defend. Yeah. And I, I think it's gotten way over the top again with these coaches. Well, and there's a lot of times where the benches are right there on the sideline anyway, so there's hardly a lot any room. But yeah, there's like a, a ball that's down in the corner on that baseline by the bench, and like the coach is like a six man. Yeah, like because they're they're literally on the court, and the referees are. I, that's what don't I call say anything. I or, always talk about. I I, I literally will, will be watching the game, and I'll go. Uh, six man. Watch out for the six man. Because in theory, just I'm just doing math here, an uh, equation, right? Mm-hmm. That if you have six guys on the floor, your defense is going to be tougher. Be better. And I know that, oh, you're not, he's not actually guarding anybody, but he's taking up space on the court. You're mm-hmm. trying to space out a court. You got a guy taking up space. I think it's gotten out of hand again. It happened. Remember, I got. I remember when even when Bruce Pearl was at Tennessee, he got called for a couple of them, and they he lost his mind, and they kind of went back away from it, like they would make you stay in that box. Now you can come all the way down. You can be on the court while the ball's in play right in front of you. You're literally almost guarding mm-hmm. guys. Maybe I think it's, it's gotten out of maybe hand. Maybe they need to change every court to like Vandy's court. You're forced to be on Maybe. the baseline. You can't can't come off of or it, or just enforce it. Yeah, and I and, and from what I was told, again, I wasn't at the game last night. But from what I was told, t- uh, Todd Golden was losing his mind over it. Yeah, he goes, "This guy's all, all he's like guarding one of our guys in his three piece suit." Yeah, three piece sweater is what it was because he's sweating all the way through it. <laughs> he was sweating pretty bad. But I mean, it, I just it, it's something I notice. And again, I'm not saying it's just because of Buzz Williams. I think it's it happens with a lot of guys. They just coaches are just. I mean, you, they get mad at football coaches when they get on the field. You know, get off, get off. You can't. No, you got to get off the field. Basketball coaches, you can do whatever you want. Hey, look at me. I'm out of here. I may shoot the free throws on this play. How about that? Uh, that's another thing A&M did really well. They had three guys get hurt that really weren't hurt, mm-hmm. and they didn't have to shoot their free throws. Yeah, but the Gators get the pick, though. They did, but actually the guy made one of – I think he made a free throw that was the last point of the game that they had to bring in somebody to shoot it because they, they took – the guy who got hurt was one for five on three free throws. So they had three guys hurt in that game. And they all came back in the game. And mm-hmm. it was like, you thought, oh, that guy's out for the year. Yeah. Like each one. So How dramatic it was. Well, another guy is out for the year. We didn't talk about it, but Chris Beard gets fired. He did. At Texas. Not surprising. I'm surprised it took him so long. It was about a month. Yeah. And again, his wife, his fiance, sorry, came back and said, oh, no, he didn't try to strangle me. These these things around my neck aren't, aren't thumbprints. Well, we took a thumbprint, and it actually is his thumb. Um 
But, man, you talk about well, look like a no-brainer hire when they hired him because mm-hmm. he had, had so much. I mean, he was in the championship game, wasn't he, two years, three years ago? The year that um, – no, he was in the Final Four when Auburn lost. Okay, Auburn lost to Virginia. Was that on a Saturday or Monday? Was that this – they mm-hmm. lost to Virginia on that those free throws by Guy. I think, I think Virginia went on to play – Texas Tech in the final, I think. That's the way I remember. I mean, that's how he's a really good coach, mm-hmm. but he apparently has some issues. Anger issues. Yeah, and he won't be having them in Austin anymore. So they they uh they only gave up 116 in their last game, so apparently it's it's not working well with these new coaches. No. Did you watch I'm sure you didn't watch any of that game, but it was ridiculous. It was nobody. Nobody was playing defense. Nobody could stop anybody from scoring. Keontae would just come down, take wide open shots. Yeah, it's a lot for a college game. Yeah, one six. Well, it was one sixteen, one oh three. It broke the Big Twelve record for points in a game. I said, "Is that? Was that? Wait a minute. Was that Dallas, the Mavericks, and the Heat? Maybe? Are you sure you got this right? It was fun to watch, though." And. Speaking of scoring, we only got a couple minutes left. But the, I mean, the NBA, I think, when you look at it, they're scoring more than they've ever scored in the history of the game. As, but nobody plays defense there until the last few minutes. It seems like anyway. But the the athletes are just so good now. When you watch them, it's it's pretty and they absurd. Can all, and look, if they're in that league, yeah, they're, they can they're shoot pretty threes. special. They can shoot threes, and that's the thing where you're getting these ridiculous scores but partly because yeah. so many guys can uh, make threes. So you've got to get out on them. That opens up the middle. But it, it does make it entertaining. I, 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 I will be honest with you, though. I have not watched an NBA game this year. I always wait till the playoffs to get excited. I look at the scores, though. I pay attention. I'm a, I'm a Warriors fan. And we're not doing too good. We need to get our guy back. He's been hurt. He has been, and he's clearly the straw that stirs a drink. Do <laughs> you remember who said that? God, you're so young. You're like 12. Mm-hmm. Reggie Jackson. Reggie mm-hmm. Jackson, in a sport magazine interview, said he was a straw for the Yankees, said, I'm the straw that stirs a drink, and that turned the whole clubhouse against him. It became a big deal, and... Uh, uh, they, that team, I think that team ended up winning the World Series. Though. So it was said right. He well, and Thurman Munson did not get along. Uh oh. Well, we got along good, and I appreciate Elliot for producing so all far. of you for calling. It's been a uh, fun show, and we'll wrap up the week tomorrow with a uh, a lot more good chatter, and certainly talk about that Florida Georgia matchup basketball wise on Saturday. We may just talk Florida gymnastics. That's the only sport Florida's good in. Yep. Go dominate, Jenny. <laughs> We'll do that. Yeah. Tomorrow. For Dules, I'm Dozo. See ya. See ya. Left Gainesville, U251CG Gainesville. From the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios, we are ESPN 981 FM, 850 AM, WRUF.
Over the last 24 hours, in his recovery after going into cardiac arrest during Monday night's game, this according to doctors at the University of Cincinnati Medical Center involved in his care. Hamlin is still considered critically ill, and that significant progress is still needed. His neurological condition is intact. Dr. Timothy Pritz of the UC Medical Center. We were in the situation where we wanted to allow him to gradually you know, wake up as the rest of his uh, body was healing. Uh, and uh, last night he was able to um, emerge and uh, follow commands uh, and even ask uh, who had won the game. Dr. Pritz, one of the doctors involved in Hamlin's medical care. For the latest on this story, stay tuned to ESPN Radio and also tune into the tune into Sports Center on ESPN Television. Texas has fired men's basketball coach Chris Beard as he faces a felony domestic violence charge stemming from a December 12th incident involving his fiance. ESPN Radio is presented by Progressive Insurance. Looking for a career you'll love with flexibility, great pay, and benefits, and one of the country's top workplaces? Come join their growing team. Go to Progressive.com slash careers and apply online today. If you haven't take problems, I feel bad for you, son. I got 99 problems, but a Chris ain't one. Hit me. This is Canty and Carlin. If you are a young player in the league, your number one goal is to get to that first contract. The second contract. The, the, second contract, the first free agent contract. Yeah. The second contract overall. Get to that moment and get there healthy. You know what? Hold on. And I want to put, I want to stop you there because think about what you're saying. You want to get to that moment and get there healthy. Because yeah. you know if you don't, Carlin, that's going to be used against you in any potential negotiation moving forward. Now from the ESPN studios in New York City, this is Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio. Plus, listen and watch on the ESPN app. Could not get better news than we did earlier today about DeMar Hamlin. It's Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio and on the ESPN app presented by Progressive Insurance. Follow us on Twitter at Chris Carlin, at Chris Canty 99 